0: And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk.
1: Hey, welcome back to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, broadcasting from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio in Egan, Minnesota. HittnerGroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R-Group.com, 627 That's 612 627 Go to RackShack2Go.com and get some legendary rack shack barbecue have it delivered out to your house or go pick it up at the restaurant or you can dine in there too that's okay governor says it's okay now so you can go into the restaurant and have a little barbecue (laughs) yep okay rapid fire got some items here i want your opinion on because it's a changing environment here what do you think is going to be the fate of the ibuyer industry the ibuyer home buying businesses you think that's going to be a thing that's here to stay permanently, increasing, or do you think they're going to just kind of fade away? Keith? Hmm? What do you think? (laughs)
0: Uh, I think there's a place for them Mm -hmm. to a certain extent. I think that they'll be involved in the market moving forward because of the availability.
1: Mm -hmm. The availability of what?
0: Technology, the need, I think, in some cases. Um, But I don't think that they're going to take over The process by any stretch of the imagination. I think as it's it's um, it's more advantageous for sellers to get exposure. It's actually just thinking about this. The need to have a real estate agent, I think, is there more right now? Yeah. Yeah. When folks say, "Yeah, it's easy to sell," right? Do you want to maximize exposure? Do you want to get the most money? Do you want to have the best scenario for yourself as a seller and have that protection that? The deal is actually going to close, real estate agent is going to help you with that. Professional, full time, educated real, real estate, estate agent. agent and the most help the best that.
1: trained people always win.
0: Is going to help you do that. And here's why I say that. Okay. Appraisal issues. Right? Okay. Appraisal issues. If you're a seller, you haven't hired a real estate agent and you sell your home, put a sign on the ground, you know, for sale by owner or whatever, you might get one, two, three people coming to see your house, you might get one offer, right? Okay, great. You sold your house. Did you have maximum exposure? No, you didn't. Did you were you most protected protecting yourself for to get the most money and then re- retain the most money throughout the transaction. So that gets to the appraisal point. How was the appraisal handled in the transaction? You have, I mean, you start talking like that, mm-hmm. it's like we have no clue. Yeah, no, we <laughs> right. have no clue. Okay then leave it up to the agent to help to deal with that stuff. And that's what you're paying for. So when you're meeting with people, you have to explain that. what Here's what you're paying for. You're paying me to do this, and I'll, and I'll execute that for you. And having that conversation can be hard for some folks, real estate agents, to be able to communicate the value that they're getting for the money that they're spending because they're spending money right. to hire you.
1: The surveys bear out that i buyers uh, have actually purchased are are purchasing fewer homes uh, than they were from their peak. This, their market is actually declining, and and uh, it's a high price to pay for convenience. It's a convenience play is is really what it is. It costs more, and you're paying for the convenience. In in uh, light of what you're saying, Keith, about the real estate professional, uh, in kind of dovetailing off of that, is surveys are clear that the lower cost service providers that are technology driven, who try to take the agent out of the picture. Mm -hmm. The consumer is speaking now and saying they don't like that experience because they got no hands on. No one's explaining them. No one's telling them what's going on. They don't know what's going on. No one wants to talk to anybody because the reduced rates don't afford it because now these agents have to handle three times as many transactions just to kind of just to kind of marshal them through the thing. They become clerks mm-hmm. as, as opposed to real estate agents. And the consumer does not like that experience.
0: And some people like to have all that information and some people like to put their trust in somebody else
1: to take care to of,
0: just them. make sure that that's done. Right. Right. And so they understand, like for me in, in investing, I don't want to know all the details of everything. Just take care of it. Yeah, just make sure i yeah. you know, it's looking good yep. for me. Right. Because I have so many other things to worry about in my life. But
1: you're the first one to complain when your returns aren't that good.
0: I'll be all over it. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so, and 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 that's rightfully so. And rightfully so. Well, that's, that's what you're position, paying for. That's what and you're that's paying for. That's the position yeah. I'm in as a real estate agent. Yeah. If things are going well, yeah. Keith's handling it. Yeah. If things aren't going well, what's going? What's on? going on, Keith? Mm-hmm. But and in you this market, be able to. In this you know, market too, I mean, you need to have a real real estate agent that knows yeah. what they're doing. Especially, I mean, if you're on trying to buy purchase side, a home, oh, especially yeah. when you got people yeah. washing
1: out like they are, yeah. And and they, yeah,
0: yeah. Your world, man. You're you know reliant on that purchase. Yeah, and like we were talking yesterday. Like I'm just gonna be calling refis here, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. So it's nice that our business affords um, options to make money, flexibility. Yeah. So all right, I'm gonna focus more on listings. Moving forward, obviously, because for a, for a while, you know, right. for a while, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try everything I can to work with sellers. And we, I was even joking with a client the other day. I said, you know, we have an affection, an affection, an affectionate term called the dead end listing. And and maybe I was talking to you about this mm-hmm. too, but I was talking with a client about. It. I said, I give me all the dead dead end listings you can. <laughs> right, right. Because selling a house. And then having to buy something, it's, hard. it's a roadblock, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And so is sending pre-approvals out yeah. for the Thursday for the weekend. There's a roadblock there, and that's inventory, right? right? So you have to have options. Knowing it that if you send out 10,
1: nine of them want. are going to get disappointed. Right. Yes, yep. and
0: that's what's what what what's been happening. Next right? topic.
1: Well, yeah. The real estate bubble. I've been asked uh, if it's once, it's 100 times. Over the last three years- Right. Are we is a bubble gonna burst you know and then now it's three years later the bubble hasn't burst yet what it just is keeps getting bigger it just keeps getting bigger it's <laughs> like a bubble gum <laughs> right? trouble, trouble double chubble bubble gum all right double bubble what is your opinion are we at a double bubble bubble or what with the real estate values
0: uh I don't think we no. are because I mean I don't know last time when the bubble burst there was so much bad credit out there. I don't know now, I don't see how it's going to burst unless there's something catastrophic that happens. There might be some foreclosures uh, through COVID, but that wasn't part of like the housing bubble. So I don't foresee, I mean, I guess get your guys'
1: expert opinion on what do you think is going to happen the next, you know, five to 10 years in Mm -hmm. real estate? It's a good question. I think that we've got about at least another 18 months before we're done with this run. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, and then I, th- I see price increases softening, especially as inventories come back into line, uh, home building costs stabilize, because right now we've got instability in construction costs. Yeah, for real. Once they stabilize, because the whole world t- is driven by construction costs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what drives the real estate market is construction costs. So, And construction costs, and I've been doing this a long time, have never come down. Even when the market crashed, construction costs did not go down. Land costs. Land costs did. Right. But not the sticks and bricks. You know, the cost to build. And those are through
0: the roof. Did right, not come right down.
1: So that's kind of what drives everything. It's like, well, what I can build it for? You know, you mentioned it just in, the, in a couple of segments ago that you could not build the house that you've got coming on in Apple Valley, you know, for what you're, what you're selling yeah, for. Well, you can't even approach 580, bucks. it. $580,000. So as those costs level... Then the rest of the market can will will settle a little bit. Uh, I see interest rates popping up. That might make mm-hmm. the price, the increases settle a little bit because people only have so much a month that they can afford for housing, and it's either going to go to interest or it's going to go to the house. It's going yeah. somewhere.
0: And the land costs have changed and uh, overall. Costs. Overall, building costs as well because there's new. Like now, for the new properties coming online in Rosemont over by Flint Hills, mm-hmm. all those expansion developments, like out of Greystone into, you know, whatever development name, Heritage, blah blah blah, the land costs are so expensive. So they're buying land from those farmers over there, but they're not selling them for you know dirt cheap, right? Mm-hmm. No, right? <laughs> they're not. So each you have lot premiums of, you know, hundred thousand. Sure, yeah, yeah. hundred thousand, seventy thousand. Where before it was like ten, twelve. You know, now as they're buying and building into new developments, they've already gone through all that log of inventory that they had. Even larger companies like you know, your Lenar's and DR Hortons. And uh it's just costing more and they're passing that obviously on to the consumer.
1: One last one, we got a minute left. Amazon Realty. Do you think we'll see it? Amazon Realty. They sell everything else. I wouldn't doubt
0: it. As as a company? Yeah. No, I don't.
1: Don't think so? Amazon Realty, Keith Reno says, "No Amazon Realty."
0: I think that that name is too. Um, uh, com- it's too much of a commodity in terms of um, the like their dealings in normal retail type business, mm-hmm. consumer goods. yeah. I just don't think that the consumer is going to put a lot of trust in Amazon.
1: Realty. Well, Amazon basically is a reseller. Yeah, I mean they're just a big online store, mm-hmm. you know. So they're not producing anything. They're not providing. They're providing a delivery service. So a lot of the stuff that you receive on Amazon is shipped to you through Amazon by a little mom and pop shop someplace right. down the, street. Money on the Yeah, little spread there, and yeah, they're paying spread. Amazon to basically market their product for them, and so that they can ship it out. We yeah, They tried out.
0: to dabble a little bit with Coldwell Banker on there.
1: Little, that didn't last very long, did didn't it? Last very
0: long. We're gonna head out to break. This is real estate chalk talk. Log on to hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R-Group.com. We'll be right back.
1: Get back, Shack
0: attack, Shack barbecue. Ooh-oh.